0: I had a funny analogy where it's like, you know, like you're, I don't know, third, fourth grade, your mom packs you the stinky tuna fish sandwich for lunch, and you get the lunch, everyone grabs Whoa. their lunch.
1: <laughs> stinky tuna and all the fish kids, sandwich.
0: And all the kids are like, oh, who's got that? Who's got the stinky tuna fish? And you're just sitting there with your lunch bag, and you just don't want to open it because you know you're the one with the stinky tuna fish sandwich.
1: Welcome ladies and gentlemen, we're on episode 27 of Big Deck Energy I am joined with me today, Tyler Barrett, Ben Clifford, and Bailey Hilton And I am one of your hosts, Josh Lucian We're going to get into the Battle Harden and Calling Hartford We're going to break that down a little bit in what we saw And then we're also going to get into some of the top cards that we think of heavy hitters um, Which ones will impact the meta a little bit more And so on with some of those we're also going to break down some of our week with Fab and what we've done, but why don't we get right into it, gentlemen? What did you guys all do this week in Fab?
0: Uh, well, we all made it to the Armory again, which was nice. Not me. Um. CC Armory. Yes, yes, not you, Cliff, we know. You're on some remote island somewhere, something like that up north. In the
2: um, Shadow Realm.
0: Uh, did you end up playing in your Armory? Yeah, in the Shadow Realm, exactly. I guess you always start with, uh, no, I didn't get to play in an Armory, so why don't you... Did did you play in an Armory this week?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I did not play in Armory. So, me and Wes (laughs) smashed some games in, trying to just test a bit more. Um, I'm ending up backpedaling on the adding the take aim in for the death touch. I like the death touch, but I don't like the take aim. I honestly think just having the ponders in there, and then death touch is enough of a threat that I don't really have to buff that. But I also had a little mm-hmm. bit of a moment. I want to try Arts of War. Because the value for that in Riptide is Yeah, you can give why the not? One, you can give the go again. You can uh, banish an attack action to draw defense reactions if you're at the end of the game, hopefully. So it's just a way to cycle. You can get the go again for your multiple arrow effects. And you can still get the buff that like rain racers would give you. So I'm honestly thinking I need to test a bit with Art of War for what I'm doing at least. But, Yeah, played into yeah. It also uh,
0: pitches for yellow, right?
2: Yeah. It's Riptide a just functions
0: on like yellows, so mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Yeah, I can I can do a lot with two pitch. But uh, played it into Wesley's KO today, and while none of the games like all of the games felt winnable, I think I only came away with one win against this KO. K.O.
1: is coming in hot. K.O.'s <laughs> gross.
0: Yeah, once we get to the calling and the battle-hardened news, yeah, well, you guys will realize how hot K.O. is right now.
2: Yeah, that's a, that about um, sums up what I did. But,
0: <laughs> okay, well, I'll go next. I uh, was on Techlo again, just hard testing that deck. Um, <laughs> I heard last week on the MNR cast, uh, love that love that podcast i'm glad those guys are doing that again uh shout out to, to to those two um they did kind of a tier list of the cc heroes and my boy made it on the bottom of their tier list so oh. um it did you did it, it kind of like it yeah well well i mean yeah rightfully so i think he is a trash deck uh but i just maybe know how to play him very well or something um but my win rate's pretty well, or doing pretty good with him, uh, but I, I do want to liken that kind of situation to...
3: Dude, is that so, a shot at me, basically, bro? Basically,
0: Tekla, Teklavasen... Te... No, it's a shot at Teklavasen. <laughs> Teklavasen is a stinky tuna fish sandwich that I just don't want to pull out at RTN season, but... You're no, gonna. Um... You're gonna. <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> That joke didn't hit as as well as I thought, but no, um, it did because I was the no, stinky yeah. tuna
1: fish guy at lunch. Okay, <laughs> that just resides with me. All right. Yeah, you were the
0: guy <laughs> that didn't want to take it out of his lunch right. bag. Damn right. Damn right. Oh. Uh,
1: well, but, how how'd your but, matchups go uh, at I Armory? Went.
0: So yes, well, round one played Josh on Kane, was able to fatigue him once again uh oasis respites just hit perfectly sigils you know gained nine life in that matchup uh didn't really need it though i don't think i think i ended the game at like around 20 right josh Something yeah like that.
1: listeners for for your information yeah. i double aether wildfired on the same turn <clears throat> just was able to not have <laughs> enough resource to do enough damage so yep. he yep. clobbered uh, me it, essentially
0: um no um but uh, just talking about our matchup, though, it did remind me, I, would, I wanted to shout out to this guy I played on Talashar. I fucking spaced his name, though, sadly. So if you are listening, I told him to listen to the pod, because um, he was really interested in what I had going with the Techlo deck. He uh, he said he's never been beaten by a Teklo, and then he actually ended up winning. He thought he was dead to rights in the middle of the game. He uh, messaged me and was like, do you actually enjoy playing this style of deck? You know, it was like because I didn't attack him once in that game, um, and usually don't, unless you kind of get your two evos established and you can kind of gun them down. Um, but he uh, messaged me at the end and was like, that was the best flesh of a game I've ever played. And I was like, oh, dude, that's an oh. honor." <laughs> he actually said that. <laughs> so and I'm really, it, it, I'm sad I forgot his, his username. So well, I, or
1: Mr. Mr. Whatever out. your username is, welcome to the club. I've been in that club for a little yeah, bit now. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's <Yeah>.
0: rough. <laughs> I've been fatiguing Josh. Yeah. It's, it's fun. It's uh it's a fun challenge because like if you if you slip one time and Kano sniffs it, you die. Like it, it is very much still that. Um and you do have to run the tank still just to like make a sixty card deck. And you do you do get caught with red hands every once in a while. You know, I've up the blue count now. Um, so it is it does happen less, but when with stuff like three three oasis you have three sigils. I run three rusted relics in the deck. Like it's pretty wild. That that matchup is Like again, it's just everyone thinks Teclo is just an auto loss to, to any arcane damage, and it's just not the case. Um, they're tough games, but they're winnable matchups. No, I think that Um, tech
1: that we came out with, with, like, the Visatronic and the Achilles Accelerator really helps your matchup into Kano. Like, 100%. Yeah. You just fatigue Well, yeah, that
0: wasn't even me, dude. That was kind of you. You kind of convinced me on on the fact that you just, you have to have AB3. And, like, I played a few games without AB, and, yeah, you just can't. Um, I don't know. Um, Unless you have, like, actual, like, you're an aggressive deck and you can ignore Kano. But mm-hmm. again, that's still just so dangerous. I don't see how how anyone can do that. But um, second game I played against Carter, that was an insane game. Just an absolute value town of a game. Just trading tempo and trading blocks, and you know, leaking a little bit of damage here. Try, you know, I got my evos established. You know, pretty standard. Um, Arachne doesn't really a standard amount of time. I mean, Arachne doesn't really pressure you enough to really. Um, like the life total really doesn't, it, it, it's not too much of an issue against Arachne. A lot of times when you're trying to get your four Evos, it can just like decks that are trying to punish you or do damage can really, that's how Teclo loses and against Arachne's and guardians and stuff like that, where they're just, they play a slower game. I, I enjoy those games as Teclo. Um, he ended up, uh, my, he Plague Hived, pitched a Plague Hive, uh, rolled for the inertia. We we both knew the singularity was there. I was kind of a... I blocked a few turns before, so he knew my singularity was in an arsenal. And of course I rolled the inertia, and <laughs> next turn my, my singularity was oh, underneath. And yeah, I had to wait for the entire uh, rest of my pitch deck to get there. Um, He ended up seeing it on top of my deck when I saw it again, and he uh, put it to the bottom with a contract ability. and and then um i remembranced shuffled my deck in response to that and then drew it and played it and won the game (laughs) so it was a wild it was a a wild wild game boom and then
2: uh that is trying his hardest to keep you from not playing that singularity (laughs) if you do if you play that singularity
1: it's it's just an almost an auto loss You you have to like write that up. Because singularity in itself with Teklo Mechlovasin is just disgusting. The fact that you get twenty one block off of his his hero is nuts.
0: Just so in most games you're not even really getting to the other blocks through like you'll block for the six and the five and the four most times. But I mean you're rarely getting him down to where he has where you're actually getting the 21 life out of him because like the game's just over so fast, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. after you transform. Cuz you just get to throw but, a tank yeah, it... go
1: again and then his ability to discard a card. Well, his attack in a, in yeah. a sense, but it's just yeah. so good. It's so on rate.
0: No, it's funny. It's funny cuz like I know Arachne made like Arachne is considered kind of one of the bottom um uh heroes in the game, but Here, me and Carter are just sitting there just trading blows like it was such a close game and it was just it was one of the funner games I've had in a while honestly um the fact that like I shuffled back the the singularity to just draw it off the top I only had maybe 12 or you know my my deck was very very low at that point Um, so I had a pretty good shot but it still it was it was it was a wild game um ended up losing to Tanner in the finals though that was kind of a a frustrating game. I just didn't like establish any evos on time, and when you miss the evil setup on the first two to three turns, it just. I mean, it was such such clunkers of hands, and I was like instant speed. uh like I, playing them at instant speed and blocking. Um, you kind of are forced to do that sometimes, and I was doing that quite often with him. And when you when you are forced to do that, you just leak too much damage sometimes, and. I don't know. Azalea, I was like helping him through some of his lines too, um, which, you know, Tanner is coming around on Azalea for sure. Um, but I got to do less of that when I'm, when I'm prepping for our season and stuff, you know, he's like my buddy. So like, I, I'm happy for him to win, but like, it was like helping him trying to beat me, you know, I'm like <laughs> do this, this, and this, and then I'm just dead, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, I lost to Tanner. Went two and one. I thought I was gonna go three and one, three and zero oh that day. You know, Teklo just feels so good for me right now. Um, and yeah, got smoked by Azalea in the finals. How'd you I play in your in your
1: fourth game. match? Because I know we do so, four. So
0: we um we like didn't play the fourth because a lot of people dropped, but I uh, stuck around just to play one with Dylan. Dylan really wanted to try his Katsu with Ancestrals into Teklo. Um. And I, in the first five turn cycles, so that's me seeing 20 cards, I saw zero Evos. Mm.
4: Um,
0: that's, never hap- really? that's never happened to me before. Yeah, zero. Um, Like, statistically, that's like, I, you know, I should do the math on it, honestly. But um, it's so low, so low. He smoked me. He smashed me. So, started the day really hot, really feeling myself, and then... Yeah, there's just some games like that where your deck just doesn't function, and the, honestly, that's just probably just the way I have it built. Like it's very much of a, a glass cannon, where if if the thing happens and it works, it works, and when it doesn't, it doesn't.
1: Like, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, that's what's scaring me about RTN season, but I'm I'm just I'm just gonna send it. So I'll, I'll be on a I'll be on Techlo this RTN season for sure. Fair enough. Uh, why doesn't someone else go? I've been talking my head <clears throat> off here.
1: Bailey. You want to let her rip?
0: Oh, sure. Um, I
3: went one-on-one on Saturday. Um, I had to drop afterwards to get to uh, work. Uh, um, But we were on Azalea again this weekend. And the more I play her the more i think that is probably who i should play for rtns
1: i agree i second that
3: like i just i feel very comfortable on that deck um i mean i've been playing it for what a year and a half 2 years at this point
0: in some shape or form better that it's a better deck than the uh, than Vince said. i'll say that bailey
3: i just want her to work so bad though like, I don't know. I might be yeah, kind of pushing know. her off to the side a little bit, though, um, in favor of a new pet deck. I haven't fully decided yet, but I kind of want to try to do some gross stuff with Olympia.
4: Oh, I feel Oh,
3: I thought you were a Victor guy. I thought I was, too, but... I don't know. I I think Olympia. I think Olympia is secretly our new combo hero.
1: Yes, Bailey, You and I were talking about that beforehand, a little bit. How yeah. you can just gain a shit ton of gold and then just you. If you have, what what were we saying? Four blues in a hand. It's better on rate to pay into the gold to draw a card. Yeah. Because you get to draw six cards if you have four or something along those lines, even if you have a cash-in. Right? Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are saying, like, well, but, wait, so, like, but at the end of the game, you still need to, like, pitch stack a, a bunch of reds, right? If you're drawing a ton of... Like, if you have four blues in hand, you, you still need to draw oh, yeah, some yeah. gas well, hey, and hey, then hey. have don't, all that extra don't, resources. To do something don't,
3: with. don't get me wrong. <laughs> you know, there's <laughs> some setup required.
1: But that's Bailey's yeah. expertise. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Is it not?
3: It depends on who you ask.
1: <laughs> well, how'd your matchups go then? Who'd you play? How'd you play?
3: Uh, round one, I played into, uh, what's his name, Alex?
1: Yes, Alex. Yep, uh, Alexis. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, Played into him and took a fat L. fat who was he on um he was on the full-on um combo sabers bolt
1: gotcha spirit of arena lumina ascension oh full-blown all of it gotcha
3: it was rough um game two i played into i think it was uh Oh, no, it was you. I played you game, too. Finally, we played. Um, Yeah, I played into a Kano game, two. Absolutely cooked
0: him. Um, not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, it felt Damn, O2 drop. O2 um, drop, Josh?
1: No, no, not O2 drop. It was it was a... I don't want to speak for Bailey, but it was, it was a decently close game. I got him down to, like, 20 life, I think it was, the end game, and... I think so. It was just his Dominate was too threatening, man. Too hard for 30 life.
3: That's not... See, I forgot that we have someone at the shop that's been playing Kano lately. I only had 2AB that game.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Like... Yeah, on Azalea, though, that's usually enough. Like, some some heroes can get away with running AB, or, like, not running AB3, and is just kind of yeah, one of them. I suppose... Them. Yeah, yeah.
1: Just the do, really the dominated do effect of... What what were you gonna say, Ty?
0: No, I, I I just don't think you bring in any like extra AB. Like you just have your your normal equipment suite like you do into every other matchup, and you just you just like are good against Kano with that you know with cross wrap and the, and the bracers like having both both having AB one you know naturally. Have a... What else did I have with
1: AB? No room. I had... And I don't know oh, why yeah. he didn't Wait, you bracers. didn't run bracers. No, he didn't run bracers I for forget, some reason. I keep forgetting them to put it back in. <laughs> so he just ran <laughs> no rune. Of
3: course, Bailey shows up <laughs> with no rune gloves. <laughs> 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 no, I keep forgetting <laughs> to put bullseye bracers back in. I'm still like stuck in the mentality of fuck this. Bailey,
1: we need Man. to make a short of that video that you and I made of the bracers being saluted out, and then just re bring them in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, oh. that is so funny.
3: That would be funny. But yeah, it was uh it was a good game. It was a close game.
1: Um close is kind of an understatement. Or overstatement. It felt, My bad.
3: Close. it felt close.
1: It was uh it was it was very good. I mean I'll kinda dive into it a little bit when I get into it. But uh did you play any more matchups, Bailey? Any more games over the week? Mm-mm. so you so no, you was, you uh, one one dropped not o two dropped yeah not a boy not a boy
3: which uh you know I'll uh, I'll take at this point
1: <laughs> well
3: I gotta, I gotta take what I can get you know
1: well I guess that uh leaves this guy and um well ladies gentlemen people out there listeners oh three. It was rough. Played tie, as he said, um fatigued me. Round two into Bailey, and he just dominated the shit out of me, Dommy mommy. Um, <laughs> yeah, the round... OG Dommy mommy. <laughs> round three was into Sean, and I was two turns away from my um from my uh combo, um legit two hands. Had a brainstorm in there. I need to take that card out, man. I just need to swap it with that new...
0: Dude, I'm fucking telling you
1: that. Dude, I mean, it, it works if you have, like, the Tome of Fendal turn and the Tome of Aetherwind turn. But, like, yeah. that shit don't block. Yeah. That shit just sucks dick. Yep. It's an instant. doesn't work. <laughs> um, But, no, Sean was on Kasai, which I'm very surprised that he was on Kasai. I mean, he ripped... He ripped the young hero Kasai, so I was kind of telling him like you need you need to dabble. Cause he loves those mid-range no, yeah. decks.
0: Well here's what it is, Josh. I keep telling him to fucking play 5 for RTN season because it's just like his original aggro deck. He plays ninth at the he bubbled out at the one the one PQ with yep. 5, you know. And he's on like riptide and all this stuff. And then and then I show up. And I'm like, ooh, nice. He's gonna be on fire, you know. He's gonna switch. He's like, nope, I'm on Kasai. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like,
1: dude, I'm, yeah, I'm for I mean, it. Sean, I'm for it.
0: Sean, no, I know, no. And listen, Sean, just he never gives any fucks about like his deck choice, you know. He does. He doesn't stress about it. Let's let's say that. He he cares. He just he he'll show up and he he won't really like I stress about his deck choices more than
1: him <laughs> yeah no I, In what what did he say to me he said uh i'm the jack of all trades and i can kind of play any deck and i'm like yeah yeah you're not wrong yeah i mean you you play any deck that you want to and you you make it work um but yeah his kasai deck um just outraced me um good matchup super fun he ran no ab as classic sean uh never running ab into any ab heroes but he he had a deck that Nathan and Carter helped him build at the start and I looked at him after looking through his deck and I go, bro, where's your blood on her hands? And he goes, I have one. I was like, that's where you're messing up, bro. No, <laughs> no, no cash-ins, nothing. I'm like, that's where you're messing up, like 100%. And he's like, well, I want to create Centauri Swords." I was like, that is not the way to go with Kasai right now. I was like, you have to go blood on her hands. Because if and the the tech that I figured out with Kasai, um, I know I told you, Ty, and, like, I think I told Cliff and Bailey, the Nourishing Emptiness game plan in that, where you get to banish Nourishing Emptiness from your discard into your banish with Kasai's ability, you just get to reuse Nourishing Emptiness's ability three times in a game, which is great tech. Yeah. Huge tech.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, I that. noticed that this week, right? Or, like, after you said it is when I started noticing it. I've been trying to play as much against the new heroes on Talishar as I can, and that is definitely something you see now, where they're able to swing with it more than one nourishing in a game.
1: And get the ability.
0: The, yeah, like you said, the banish. Yeah, that's, you know, it's kind of like what the Dromai's were doing with their uh, Burn Them malls, where some sneaky Dromai players would, would have more than one nourishing. And then, like, the plan was to just banish the one Nourishing with, with Burn Them All, you know, eventually to then play the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, Nourishing blocks for three as well, right? Yeah,
1: it, it's a three block. It works well. Nice. It, it's only a two yeah. cost, so you can literally just have a blue in hand, swing a sword, give it go again, potentially, and just... If you have a Vigor token off of your uh, Blood Spill, even better, because you can easily pay for it. Um, the other nice thing about all these other buffs that came out in the set for Kasai is that all those buffs hit Nourishing, so you can give Nourishing 9 Dom, which you will most likely hit, and get that extra Intellect, which is beautiful, phenomenal, like Hit and Run hits it, it has Dominate, but I mean if you give it like a Hit and Run, Hit and Run is your next attack, it's plus 3, if you play a Money Where Your Mouth is after you give a Sword attack go again somehow, or you have an agility token that's just buffing up your nourishing emptiness to nine dom, which is insane. How many how many decks yeah. can truly block that out? Not a lot. No. Techlo, yeah, shut up, Techlo. Techlo <laughs> tech tec- the tec- only hero. Tec- says nine dom. Yeah, rip, no, rip I that block, nine no, no big deal. But um, no, I I think it's just a good tech in. I was helping him with his deck a little bit, and, you know, it was good. But I went O three 3 on the weekend, had to drop after the third round, go back home for the lady. But, you know, we had the player's champion, Matt. Got to note this. Kasai, Matt. I'm a, I'm a Kasai main. Ty rolls an 8 on the die for random roll for the play, mat, And I just <laughs> shrug my head, going, no fucking way. <laughs> and he goes, Josh. <laughs> Lo and behold, the Kasai guy gets the gets the Kasai mat. So, all in all, yeah, it, was it was a nice decent team. weekend. It was a fun losing weekend. Not gonna lie. But yeah, why yep. don't why don't uh, anybody else got to conclude on their weekends in Fab?
3: No, it was honestly
0: a pretty uh, slow weekend for me. Yeah, we had eight. We had eight for our armory.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, nice chill weekend
1: very relaxed
0: we are we are drafting next week uh first time and then the following week after that we our first rtn is here so we are going to be doing some prep for that i actually have to miss that one that is my uh wife and i's first uh one year anniversary so oh she. you guys will have to go Me,
1: don't worry i'll be in mexico um, so
0: yeah.
1: two oh, people right, won't be right. there yep but uh, why don't we go over this calling in Battle Hard Hartford? Uh, what do we have for you results go over the there?
0: Calling first.
1: Yeah, let's go over the bigger Um, event. uh,
0: the calling. I don't have the hero list up here, um, so I'm not actually sure what, um, heroes these players were on. Do you have that graphic up, Josh, or no? Mm. the topic... The top eight here. I'll go over the top eight. First seed was Wanji Lee and then Ellie Bird. Tark Patel was third. David Lee, Michael Hamilton was fifth. Alex Vore, Cody Williams, and Mark Morrison. Um, I did, I was able to catch the finals of, um, the video today. And I know Mark Morrison, the eighth seed, beat, (coughs) sorry, excuse me, Cody Williams in the finals. And, um, yeah, I know Mark is kind of uh, the casters were saying he's been around the tournament scene for a while and never really been able to kind of punch through. And he finally made it. And lo and behold, the eighth seed took it down. I always love to see that. So congratulations to him. I know he was on KO. Um, so KO won the calling, Hartford. That's uh, that was sealed slash draft day, right, Josh?
1: Yeah, so the first day was sealed, which is very interesting for a calling. Very interesting. The fact that there's, like, variance in just the sealed aspect and they make it a major event is wild. Um, But the fact that <laughs> yeah. they made day two, you know, draft, which makes up for it in a sense, um, where it really shows who can build a deck better over other players. But, yeah, I'm... I'm very interested with this whole new heavy hitters draft and sealed in callings.
0: Yeah. I mean the, the sealed thing, you're definitely right about the sealed thing and having it be like, you know, partly luck or whatever, you know, sort of. Cause like, or you and I were talking before this where it's like, it's, you're like, that's crazy. It was sealed. <laughs> like these pro players go and they just get a sealed pool, like at a calling. That's crazy. But you look at the top eight and you know, Alexander Vore, Cody Williams, Michael Hamilton, Tark Patel, Wanji Lee—like it's all people that are in the competitive scene, and we know from from tournaments. So, I mean, there is that 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 feeling with sealed, but there's a ton of drafts during the day, and um, yeah, this set feels so so good to draft just by watching um some of the 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 broadcasts today. So I'm excited. I'm excited to draft it. Really. Like like a ton, um, yeah, and that's what we're doing this weekend, right? Yeah, following weekend we are going to draft for the first time. Yes, so should be good. Um, but the battle harden is kind of more the more interesting part. I think on the weekend, like chat was constantly talking about the battle harden. Um, do you have that graphic up, Josh? I think I sent it in the Discord. So,
1: the battle harden was, I think. I don't know if you said tie, but CC, which was different, um, not very different, but interesting well, to see the battle hardened B C C and the, the.
0: Well, no, no, it's yeah. what you mean like the calling not B. Yeah, CC. the
1: calling not being CC and the battle yeah. hardened being CC. Well,
0: and what I meant by like what I meant by people being more interested in the battle hardened was just like it, it's this is the first weekend with the heavy hitters uh, cards legal, right? So like this is the very first weekend where like an actual competitive scene or, or, or a competitive tournament can be held, you know? So everyone wants to see what the hell this new meta looks like, right? Yep, absolutely.
1: Um, um but the... not to
0: say we don't care about sealed or. Th-
1: yeah. But. Yeah. No, we do care about sealed and draft very much because it is different, but the fact that they made it, you know, sealed for a calling mm-hmm. is wild. <laughs> yeah. But it's crazy. um it for the crazy. for the battle harden, we had um in the top 8 we had two KOs. We had one Kasai, two Bravos, one Dash, one Levia and one Kano. Now, the finals Came down to Yuki Lee Bender on Ko, and Majin Bay on Kano. We know Majin Bay is a very big um, wizard player. He played Icelander throughout the whole time. He's uh, been on a team with like Brendan Patrick and stuff. So they're big Kano fans. So not too interesting to see him on Kano, but Yuki Lee Bender took it down on Kano or Ko over Kano in the finals, which. I think our speculations were kind of right where K.O. is going to be a force to be reckoned with in the meta. Because K.O. Yeah, took down... Yeah, K.O.
0: won both uh, KO won both the calling and the battle hard this weekend. So. Yeah,
1: it, it's... It, there you go. K.O. is going to be good. I know Wes and I were talking a little bit throughout the week and talking about K.O. and... What's going on with him? And Wes was talking to me about how he's been able to make seven might tokens before his next turn and then being able to swing another swing with a yeah, cast like, bones. with like savage swing and stuff like that. And being able to have seven might tokens on top of a seven seven damage attack, which is nuts. Mm-hmm. That's Half fourteen the time it damage has again too. with two cards. With two cards. Yep. That's insane.
0: Well well no no cast takes like Cast Bones kind of has to like hit or 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 you have to pitch stack to, to make it hit. Um, True. I will say though, <clears throat> playing against some KOs, uh I had a KO play cast bones two times in a game and hit it both times where they got the agility and they got the, the however many tokens you get. I think it's six, right? Mm hmm. Like Is it six? You get six might tokens, I think, and an agility if it's like... Um, gosh, I, for, the, I forget you exactly.
2: You the, the top of six of your deck, and for each six power card you reveal, you create a might. If you <laughs> reveal all six, you create six mights and an agility.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It and it's a zero-cost brute action, which is absolutely disgusting. So good. It's so much better than barraging beatdown, because you're just getting that buff from not even you know, where they have to block with two cards from hand, you're just getting those buffs, which is nuts. So you're just essentially well, setting up decks, your next turn.
0: The decks so far kind of look like, um, just like my early like thought about it is, a lot of them just have the... um, What's the draw and discard that doubles your power, Josh? You know, I know you know that card. Um, yeah, like you'd like level. draw a card... You, Yes, so they, mm-hmm. like, run that, Blood Rush, and then, like, Cast Bones. Like, they run only, like, a handful yeah. of non-sixes. So then, like, you're just, you're really, like, making the Cast Bones kind of hit. And and as you, like, play those, those non-sixes, then the Cast Bones get even better if you pitch them for late game, you know, when you're guaranteeing all six. Exactly. Like, that, that card just seems, seems incredible at its ceiling.
1: I think... Um, so I built a KO list as well right away, and I think I only put like twelve non-attacks in the deck. Um, one of them being Barraging Beatdown, just because Barraging Beatdown is a insane card. Um, free buff for four, intimidating on hit. Um, if you get your, if you get your like your pack hunt or your what's the other one, Smash Instinct on a turn. You're intimidating twice because those are on the face, so you're forcing the player to block with two cards from hand to not take that mu- that amount of damage from the four, but you're still leaking that amount of damage from the attack. Cast bones just allows you to just completely do it out of nowhere, which is amazing, and you're you're just setting up a whole nother turn. Um I've noticed yeah. a lot of the list. Yeah, the
0: fact that you get the agility too is just insane. insane. So <laughs> so good. So the attack is yeah. gets plus seven and go again. So good. Like what? Why? Why does it need go again?
1: It's so good. And I think <laughs> some of the other buffs that players might be running are the um Bone Breaker Bellow. Just because beat of the beat chest, chest yep. and you get plus five um, if you've beaten chest. Which in all, reality, in all reality, if you're running most of those cards, that's a, an 11 for um, one card for pitching because half the brute attacks come in for two without discarding unless they say draw and then discard. But it's just, dude, KO is going to be nuts. So good. A much better agro here yeah, than most.
2: There's another, over. Card. Oh, there's another card I wanted to touch on brute real quick. Send Packing. That card is great. That card is really strong.
1: That's the Majestic Action, what right? It
2: do? That, yep, it's a Yellow Majestic Action. I think it's a two cost. Comes in for six, three. Block three, three, cost. It, it's ability, three cost, excuse me. But it's ability, um, you banish a card from the opponent's arsenal, and then if it hits, you keep it there.
1: Do you just want me to read it for you, Cliff?
2: Yeah, go for it. Okay,
1: so send packing is, like Cliff said, um, uh, two pitch. It is a three cost, three block, six damage. When this attacks a hero, banish a card from their arsenal. When the chain link resolves, if this didn't hit, return the banished card to its owner's hand. It's banished face up. So they don't get to take their arsenal back into their arsenal. You have information of what they have coming to their hand. So you know what's going on, and it's just in all reality a great oh, on rate card. Banish. Yeah,
2: it's uh Wes had it multiple times on me today where I'd set one of the traps in Arsenal, and he'd play that like he removed a pitfall trap one time. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, because that really that's
1: sucks. three damage for you, right? As a rip type,
0: yeah, blocks. that's yeah. that's that's the yellow one, isn't it? Too they made that yeah. card yellow for mm-hmm. some reason, like. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they make they make Majestics yellow to, like, make them shitty. But this is the one time where, or like, every once in a while they'll make Majestics yellow where it's like, dude, this could be a fucking red card, <laughs> you know? Like, this probably could just be a red card. Um,
4: mm-hmm.
0: Part of it being a Majestic is probably the fact that it is yellow, honestly, and blocks for three. They... Uh, but, yeah, th- them getting the card back is kind of just weird, though, because they just get the arsenal of the card again. And, yeah, I guess you do know about it. Um, Which defeats the purpose of your arsenal. For
2: Riptide, at least the traps I want in Arsenal are the ones that have to be played from Arsenal. Sure. If you throw that there, you banish that. Well, think about think about that. Have to wait till the next turn. You can also remove unmovable. Yeah, I was about to say. Cast bones, then do that. You can strip the unmovable. Have that coming in for eleven or whatever. So they don't have their big defense reaction to block that, and then you just do the rest. You do another uh, Blood Rush Bellow and then go. Yeah. Uh, I was about to say,
1: And any of those defensive matchups where you're playing like Victor or Bravo, if they're running unmovable, or even like Fatigue Dory with the Decimator Great Axe, you're just able to remove those defense reactions from Arsenal and get rid of them. And most of the time, probably hit, and if they don't, they have to waste a whole hand to block it, which is nuts. Absolutely disgusting.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like a mini CNC. It's like a little brute, brute CNC. You know, sort of.
1: We're starting to see a lot more of those. Kind of.
2: everyone's getting CNC now? Yeah, yep. I think that's their <laughs> way to try to combat the price of CNC because it's been reprinted twice and it's still like ninety bucks a card. Yeah, yeah. I mean
0: Arsenal disruption is gonna be it, it's gonna be good. You know, we know it's good, so they're they're probably gonna just like design cards that are like C&C, but just, you know, C&C will always be, like, the ceiling for, for Arsenal cards, or, or you know, cards that mess Arsenals up. Just because it can go I don't in know. any CNC deck. C&C should not be a card, though. It's, yeah,
1: It can go in any deck. It's a generic six attack. It's a popper. Yeah. It's just... Pops. In all reality, it's an yeah. on-rate card. Which, I'm glad that we're seeing more of this, but we honestly needed more of this during the Lexi meta, when Lexi was able to have two Arsenal slots. Yeah,
0: yeah, CNC definitely was popular at oh, yeah. that time. But I, mean, and, I know I played it. And I know we Shit, needed it, it a in little bit more. Deck.
1: Oh yeah, you have to. It's just a great card. And you know, I'm glad that we're seeing more Arsenal disruption. Um it's very very frustrating for the opponent no, that is Ranger taking it. Player, I am not happy. Yeah, well, yeah, you <laughs> being an Azalea cuz you need your arsenal to function. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. 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 Well, so this actually—it's funny. It reminds me in in Tanonai's game in the finals. Uh, I had Singularity set up. Finally, got my my evos going. You know, all four of them. I was at a really low life total, and like my one chance was for him to have like an off turn for me to block with two play the Singularity. He ended up like playing a in, or giving me an inertia, or maybe it was yeah, it wasn't seek. It was an inertia, and. Of course, my fucking singularity goes to the bottom and, uh, you know, i probably win the game if I get to play it that following turn. But yeah, Arsenal disruption is, is really good. It's, it's always been historically great.
1: So for any of you new players out there that's listening, definitely look into Arsenal disruption. That is a great way to start. Great way to get into the game some of the first cards that you should get for your hero hands down it's, it's of... usually
0: like sideboard tech it seems like to me a lot of times you have si- like you know cnc's will be in the sideboard for a lot of decks or you know what i mean
1: true you, you just um, with that new card nasty
0: points you know for Fi.
1: with that new card nasty surprise you got to be you got to be careful because that's no,
0: dude, no one's playing that bullshit. Bruh, <laughs> no way. I
1: might play to my kasai. No man. fucking way, people are. I might no play, play are, to my kasai. Because
4: fucking crazy. Well, dude, think Which about one?
1: it. Nasty surprise. That's the generic action where oh. if it's discarded from arsenal, why? Um, you gain benefits from it, dude. Why not? Why not? Tell me why not.
3: That's so narrow. Josh is that Josh is like the dreamer.
0: He's,
1: he's I am not dreamer, the dreamer. God. No, like don't call me the dreamer.
0: You are the dreamer, dude. <laughs> You're like, but dude, you can do you could get so much value.
1: <laughs> dude, you can. It you blocks like vigor three. Vigor or some shit. <laughs> It blocks three. It's zero cost, bro. And if it's if it's, for two. uh put into the graveyard, you get an agility, might, and vigor token. Yeah, B- no, it blocks three, Ty. it blocks three, does not block two. It's a no, three block. It
0: attacks block. for two. No, it attacks for two. It so attacks for you two. would never
1: attack with it. <laughs>
0: Sometimes you, that's just like a I don't know, dude. That's you'll just... have to you'll have to play it against me and make it good for me to believe that.
1: Fair enough. That's that's valid. I mean, I feel like in <laughs> like an arachne or useri matchup, that is so good. So good. Or even, like, Ranger, because they're doing seek and destroy and shit like that.
3: Arachne and Azuri aren't putting them in your graveyard. They're banishing
0: them. That is true. Yeah, that is true.
1: No. No, 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 no. They codex a frailty, one of their command and conquers, and then they just command and conquer you, (laughs) and then you allow it to hit a little bit, and then you just...
0: So, like, yeah, if, if... Hold on. If you are playing it against like a Codex, though, maybe you just bring that in against Codex decks. Like you just—that's what I'm saying. Codex, That's what I'm
1: saying. It's a like... sideboard tech. You run like maybe two or it. three I of see them. See I mean, it is oh a three God. pitch.
2: <laughs> that would be amazing in Riptide because I just <laughs> blocked block it. Then about it. I put that into Arsenal uh, into Missouri. Like um, I doubt I use it to, and against anything else. Cliff, you just leave that as your face
1: oh down card, God. bro. You just leave that as your face or your you're face up and then you have a face down card and you just, I don't know. It's hard with new horizons, but like, dude, if you're playing a deck where they're command and conquering a lot, codex of frailty, bro, you're, you're fine. You're you're just gaining up. You're gaining everything off of it. I don't know. That's just my insight on it, but we're kind of going off the topic of the Um. battle hardened. Um,
0: no, no, That's okay. That's okay. I wanted to. I did want to go over the hero um, representation, though. Um, so the leading hero in the on the day there's 189 players, by the way. So that's a pretty big battle harden. Mm-hmm. Um, Dromai in first with 21 players. We had Victor coming in at second place. That is wild. Um, at with 20, uh, Levia. Also, number three. That's kind of who saw that coming. Uh, Levia was 17. We had Azalea 16. Bravo 13. Bolton had 12 players. Kasai, Josh. Yeah. 12. Yep. KO, KO, who ended up taking it down. Uh, KO with 12. We had Rinar with 10. Dash 9. Uh, 8 Dories. We had 6 Azuris. 6 Katsus. Shout out, Dylan. 6 Prisms. That's some brave souls there. I guess they get their new toy though.
1: Mm-hmm. The Luminaris.
0: Only five fives. That's kind of crazy to me. That
1: is wild. That that does blow my Maybe mind.
0: Maybe just does Victor does Victor just absolutely dumpster Fi? Yeah. I bet. I bet it does. It. I bet well, it does. Well, you
1: also have to think about all the bravos running around too, with their if they're utilizing their you know crippling crushes, their spinal crushes. No, but if I can,
0: if I can, yeah. If I, I can mean, I know, I know. Like historically, guardians are good against ninjas for sure, but I think guardians are better against katsus than 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 fies, maybe or or I don't know. Ka- like like I know one of didn't Carter win a he beat a. a Oldham. I guess Oldham's a totally different deck,
4: but mm-hmm.
0: he beat an Oldham uh, in the finals at a PQ with Fi. Kind of, kind of, I mean, that matchup was pretty dynamic, but yeah, I don't know. Five Fis was the one thing that kind of like was b- weird to me about this representation. Um, well, look at, but, look anyways, at after, after that, we had. No, I know. I, I know. But like with 21 dromies, you'd think shit, Pfiz would probably handle those dromice. I don't know. Azaleas are very, very bad for Phi though. If Azalea's good right now, Phi's. I don't know. That matchup sucks. <laughs>
4: um
0: anyways, we had uh we had four Kano's, four arachne's. Crazy. Two Vincent.
4: <laughs>
0: um we had <laughs> we had two Max. Two Olympia? Damn, dude. And uh, we had a one Riptide, and we yes! had one Teclo. I didn't know one Teclo team. made it. God, yeah. I just... The only
2: fucking player in the United States on Teclo. How'd it go, Ty? <laughs> Whoa. I love... Whoa. Don't say <laughs> yeah. the only
1: player. Because that was, that was
0: in the love United States. <laughs> list. I bet it's so much different <laughs> than mine true true um that's why you didn't take it down it's really just (laughs) no no it's insane in a way that's like built i don't know dude i i built it kind of for our shop um so like that's the thing about it like where it's like i have like a kano sideboard just for josh (laughs) (laughs) being like I don't know. From there, I worked out those cards into other matchups, so now it's become like a staple of the deck. So now I'm just like protected against Kano a little bit. <laughs> it's just, it's cool to like see the evolution of the deck, but one Teklo on the day, one Riptide. Um, kind of sad. Sad about that, but
1: I'm not. Two of my um, heroes you guys are think in think the top think about Victor
0: in number two. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> the two KOs making top eight is pretty cool. No Victor's making top eight.
3: Victor was it the... really
0: looks like heavy That's hitters is of... making an impact. Victor I
2: feel like Victor gets absolutely fisted by KO. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he you just gets so? I feel like he gets hosed. His clashes don't fucking work on KO.
1: No. <laughs> you're you're losing almost every clash to KO. He uh 100%. A I'll raise you one hundred percent. How how many generic guardian yeah, attacks go right. more than more than nine, or not generic, but just like go more than nine? Because think about it, um, or oh. even eight. Because Ko's ability, if you if you flip a seven, it goes to eight. So you're you're tying at oh, minimum. Yeah, that's crazy. You're you're tying like your at minimum. Your swing bigs are nines. Your swing bigs are nine. All your sevens are eights. All your sixes are sevens. And not a lot of he Guardian it, attacks go yeah. above seven to eight.
2: And KO has a lot more attacks in his deck it's than Victor. Crazy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. So I f- I feel no, like he that, gets that was uh
0: that was kind of another just surprising thing for me, I guess, was the was the Victor jumping out <clears> with the second most represented deck. I don't know.
2: People were I didn't think he would Victor. like be
0: that good that fast.
2: Well, there must be him, something to, to the deck. I think there's a lot of hype though. Victor I, Yeah. I I don't I don't know about Victor. He's uh, he seems good. I don't think he's just like that good though.
1: He was the second most represented deck at the at the Battle Harden. So, I think he's going to be the more defensive guardian over Bravo as we've seen in the past with the Lexi meta. I think Bravo's gone to the aggro guardian. Um, I think Victor is just going to be, you know, straight defense. You're going to have to block out majority of the things. That's just the game plan that he is. I am really excited. What were you going to say, Bailey?
3: Did I hear correctly when I heard you mention zero
0: Betsy's?
1: Yeah, no Betsy's.
0: Yep, zero Betsy's. Hey, man, look look at those. Imagine you all know, these Robert... heroes are in the same room, right? All these heroes are in the same room. There's 12 Boltons. There's six Azuris. There's two vincets All those, okay? And there's one fucking Teklavasen with his stinky tuna fish sandwich lunch. He's <laughs> sitting in the room. And everyone's like, oh, look at this guy. It fucking stinks.
1: <laughs> See, my...
0: Oh, that's, that's how I'm going to feel. That's how my, I'm going to feel. My thought, season, dude. my
1: thought is, Bailey, if you're going to run a Guardian, um, Betsy, yeah, she gives... Your guardian attacks plus one, but Bravo's guardian attacks are just so dominate. much better than than Betsy's, and you get dominate, which is way better than overpower. Yes, the fact Why that you, that Betsy you get right crippling now, crush, starstruck, they're just so much better guardian cards than Betsy's cards. It's unreal.
0: Yeah, but he wants to bet big, dude. Damn, now, Pet- I yeah, think, no, I
2: no,
3: think uh, for real. Mm
1: that big isn't bad. I'm not I'm so not going to say I it's a bad card. Weakest, that but that's the, the only card. good card in Betsy that you can technically run other than Spinal Crush and um Prime to Fight.
2: That's a great card.
1: Prime to Fight is a good card, but it doesn't it doesn't beat um Curpling Crush.
2: She also runs Cranial.
1: Yeah, but every guardian runs Cranial. That's just a right, that, blue staple that, that, hose that you're running.
2: Is, that hoses new Kasai. <laughs> yeah.
0: Isn't Bailey off Betsy anyway? I thought he was on to Olympia.
1: Betsy is good oh, in yeah. blitz.
3: No, I am absolutely on Olympia.
2: I want uh, Betsy as okay. a pet back. That's the only reason.
1: Off of the Betsy and Bravo talk there. Um, I think we've concluded some of our speculations to go into some of our top cards of heavy hitters. So why don't we get right into that, gentlemen? Um, Who wants to go first with their top five most impactful cards of heavy hitters?
0: Um, I mean, I can go first. Um, I didn't really do like a top five. I guess I could kind of rank these. I did more of just like five impactful cards, I think, that are going to... Not necessarily shake things up, but um, at least have an impact on uh, either the meta or just a hero in general. Um, but somewhere probably at the top of my list would be like Cast Bones. I actually do think Cast Bones is going to be like a like a card that people feel like people will be like, oh, that there's that card again. Uh, you know, kind of like Awakening was for for Starvo. Mm-hmm. Um If KO becomes really popular, um, I think people can probably build a deck where you're really you're really making cast bones, or or you're really just like breaking that card. You know, with with the way you build your deck. Um, I also think though, uh, I think the the headpiece that draws a card whenever your opponent draws two cards. That's just blood rush Bellow Tech, bro. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. I can't afford to run it in my Tekla deck, but I think if you have a slot opener, if you have sideboard slots, I think that card is just kind of an auto include in your CC deck now. You're, you're um, talking um, another headpiece, another option. The generic the, the balance one. Of, yep. The uh, balance
1: of justice.
0: Uh, or judgment, or yeah. Judgment. Not, ju- is it justice?
1: Judgment. Um, I think it's judgment. Um, you're right. No, it's balance yeah, of I justice. Balance. balance of justice. Yep.
0: You were right. You were right. I was wrong. You're well, smart. no, no, it,
1: it's good. No, no, no. Guardwell is a insane ability that they put on top of um, instead of Battleworn. Well, it's worse. It's
0: just worse than Battleworn, isn't it? But you know, it's not really you insane. It's, it's, well, just kind of it's, like, it's no,
1: no, no, no. It's better than Temper, but it's worse than because I don't, okay, I don't Guardwell. Think it's
0: better than yeah. Temper.
1: But well, it's when when the combat chain closes. If this defends, put a minus one counter on it, equal to its defense. Um, it's better than blade break, little worse than temper, little worse or almost equal to temper.
0: No, I no, I suppose actually you guys would be right. It would be worse than temper because temper just gives you the the opportunity to like do something while it still has like a block, or you get the block with it at worst. You know. Um, so it just gives you another option, whereas Guardwell is just you block once and then it's just the ability after that, right? Or you, you just have it there for the ability, I mean. This,
1: this might um, be the new Crown of Providence, because Crown of Providence is the blade break you get to draw or, like, sink a card. But if they've drawn a card, um, or drawn two cards this turn, how many heroes actually do that, though?
0: Well, how much gold is in the format now? Well, now, <laughs> even but even freaking royal draw, dude. Um, with tomes, even you could play the this card against just Dromai. You know, mm-hmm. you can bring this in against a lot of different decks. A lot of different decks. Um, I don't know if you, it's just an automatic better than than Crown of Providence. Well, Probably not, because technically, five card is... technically,
1: any deck that runs Art of War, because they banish, um, banish a card and then draw two.
0: Oh, I'm looking. Let's see. I'm looking at the top four heroes right here in the re- representation for Battle Harden. Dromai draws cards, Victor draws cards. Um, I don't know about his main phase, though. Uh, Levia does. Blood Rush. And mm-hmm. Azalea, her weapon draws her cards. So. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, but that's only health?
0: like one.
1: That that's only one. You you really have to utilize the who's drawing two. So I feel like like five. Oh, is
0: it? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, they have to draw two, right? Yeah, it has to be like mm. Fi, Katsu, yeah,
1: anybody that runs the Art of War, where you yep, discard yep, an action and then draw two. That's where I feel like it can really be yeah, utilized. Absolutely. But I forgot about that. but no, I I mean it's a good second option if you don't have Providence. I mean, cause you're. It might be better than Providence, to be honest. In well, certain I matchups. I
0: mean, no, it's just good in spots. Yeah, it's, it's good in spots, you know? It's a tech card, right? Like, I you just... bring it in against certain decks, you're trying to, like, have a specific spot for it in, you know? hmm hmm Man, we could have gotten something
3: cool, like generic arms or something like that.
1: We have generic arms.
3: Yeah, I said something
0: cool. <laughs>
1: not shitty
2: Um,
0: but
1: we no we do not have any generic boots yet that's the one thing we do not have
2: so it would have been kind of cool if we had gotten some gladiator boots or something like that that were generic I mean no you
0: guys but they're black. yeah Yeah, okay Okay.
1: this is our fourth generic headpiece
0: yep no, this. I think that's the bit, though. No, no, they're not going to just give us other generic... Well, eventually they might. But, like, I think the idea is, like, the helmets are, are like, a generic line of, of armor, almost. Or, like, like they don't have any other legendary generic anything, do they? Like, I don't think. It's only what? headpieces. Tunic? That, Tunic. That, you got... Oh, I'm sorry. Gambler's yeah, right. gloves, Gamble's.
1: and then you got Brace.
0: That's not, yeah, legendary. A legendary. It's not
1: legendary. Oh, not legendary. Vambrace's, though. For the arms.
0: Okay, Vambrace, yes. You're right, you're right. See, just yeah, goes that's... to show how much I fucking know about like, this the game. The
2: card that everyone absolutely has ever run. Vambrace. Dude,
1: Guardians run it. <laughs>
2: yeah. Are you high? They did for
0: a half a second. Yeah. Yeah. Olden got this that card sucks. way too late. Yeah. And then they got banned. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> But no, I wanted to get these, uh, I wanted to get these cards, uh, or, uh, go off this list again, just to kind of rein us back in, um, how do, how does Ancestral not make the cut, right? Ancestral Harmony for the, for the Katsu, like that yep. card is maybe number one or two, or we, three.
1: For listeners, no, we are including, really we really are really really including no, it's, the it's expansion slot, we, we are including expansion slot for our top of heavy hitters, um... Time. Yeah, I tried
0: I... to pick some... I, I probably could just, like, pick all expansion slots because they're all going to be impactful, honestly. Like, it's hard to pick some cards over others. But I also tried to pick a few cards from the actual set, too. Like Tenacity? I just think Tenacity is, like, a really freaking cool card. I don't know. um, And the fact that you could just, like, give... You just give ninjas now, a damned if you do, damned if you don't, with their combo, like, there's really no right way to block them now. It's kind of crazy.
1: True. I had that as a honorable mention, um, I will say. Tenacity is sure. a disgusting yeah. card. I just have a different generic over Yeah, that I just think one. it's
0: crazy how... Yeah, yeah. Um, I had Luminaris on my list, too, though, for sure. That card, like, just makes Prism playable again.
1: Do you have a camera over my um, list right now, gonna bro? Not going to
0: maybe impact? Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, dude, Luminaris <laughs> is a pretty... I think I feel like that's almost a cop-out pick because of how impactful it will be just for the class alone. Like, it's revolutionizing that deck. Mm-hmm. Or, I won't say revolutionizing, it's just making it playable, I guess, or making people more interested again or giving it second looks. So I think it's impactful enough.
1: I think um, it'll help Prism out uh, very I, much.
0: And then I... Uh, Kind of, I I'm at like five cards already, but I gotta I gotta shout out Judge, Jury, and Executioner, right? Azalea is like top of the meta right now too, or one of the better decks. So that card uh gonna shore up that Guardian matchup pretty well if you're running Memorial Grounds and are able to shoot it more than once. Um, yeah,
3: that yeah and Tanner hit like me a
0: couple the, couple times with Memorial it, grounds, and glow doesn't pack. like that card. Oh, you, yeah, I think you have to. Tanner was talking about how ways to give his deck more aim counters and stuff and the uh, point the tips, or, or, or what's the card? where uh, You guys were talking yes, about point it. point the point the tip. Point the tip. Yep, yep.
2: That card yep. is great. I was um, telling him about that. I'm like, utilize point the tip, because then you can just put something face up in your arsenal and point the tip for the buff, and then you get your aim counter effect.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Tanner hit me a couple times with Judge, Jury, Executioner in our tackle game, and I was forced to pitch away and, like, filter, and it was not good. It was uh, not good for me. I mean, the card is great, (laughs) but it's not good for for decks that um, are trying to be defensive. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, why don't you guys, why don't one of you guys go with your top heavy hitter cards?
1: Bailey, you want to let her rip? Me? Yes, sir.
3: Yeah. Um, Commanding performance.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's. That's going to be good. I mean. Granted, it's not a reaction, but it's still. I mean, that's. There's the Warrior CNC. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yep. There we go. And it's just until end of turn. Like, you it's not just your next attack it's until end of turn
1: yep the whole turn disgusting yeah if if um, you that's like one thing that Bailey I was kind of looking at into my Kasai was like commanding performance with like an iron song determination turn where you're giving your weapon dominate if you're able to yeah. dominate a turn and then give it a reaction buff it and then commanding performance disgusting so good
3: <laughs> yeah it'll be good um i had apex bone
1: breaker actually really um, yeah i
3: think that that card is going to be very good I, and i could be way off just based on the local chatter at the shop but it seems like there's a lot of buzz Around Apex Bonebreaker.
1: Well, you're technically getting what five points of value out of it because whenever you block with it, you get a might token if you block with a six or more damage attack, right?
0: hmm Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so, you have to be giving up a card to get that value, right? So it isn't. It isn't exactly five. Uh, of five yeah, points. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, that card just is like opens up that. Or, or it just it fills, I should say, that that glove spot for brutes that they were missing, right? Like, yeah, it's just a strictly better up, you know, upgrade for sure. Like it will impact that. And it's also
3: just a two-block temper just if
0: you don't want to feed it a card block. Yeah, just blocking alone. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You can always just get the three value out of it in your glove spot, and that's great.
1: Better than yeah. skull crushers. Better than gamblers gloves. I feel like. Gambler's Gloves was really only to offset the inconsistency in Reinar whenever he rolled for Scabskins. You know, I feel like Scabskins really aren't going to be utilized as much with these new Brutes um, with the new abilities. I feel like they're just going to be utilized for the the block, and if you need to, you can try to push Scabskins. But the effect with agility oh, think, tokens I think, I think helps K- with that.
0: I think K.O. tries to. Yeah, K.O. going to try to break Scabskins, I bet. You think like, so? If I'm a K.O. player, i probably try to roll as much Scabskins as I can. Yeah, probably. If you don't have the agility. Like, K.O. just I seems... will
2: say, Wesley was uh, tested K.O. out with my Scabbies. By the way. Wesley has the greatest hands for rolling scabskins, apparently. He always <laughs> got up one action point. Tell him and to come to the craps felt, table with me. It, it felt bad. KO with multiple action points, with utilizing the go again and agility and might. It's not fun. <laughs> it's what? just a bad time.
1: What head was Wes running? Was he running the he, KO head? He was head? using my scowling. He was using scowling, okay. Because Scowling is just the in- Intimidate on one turn, block two, where the new KO yep. specialization head is block three Temper. So I yep. wonder which one is actually going to be better. No, you
0: still be play better. Scowling, for sure. You still play Scowling. Scowling. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. That, yeah. Other, that other helmet's just a He kept, he kept using the damn thing yeah. to
2: Intimidate the Razor out of my hand, and I was trying to Razor him. Because I'd have one floating, I need mean, Scowling and my Razor would just get Intimidated out. It's
1: like, no! <laughs> well, what other cards did you have, Bailey?
3: Um, I had a Judge, Jury, Executioner on mine. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Reasons. Not biased in any way, shape, or form, but it's just, you know, good card. Um, really helps Azalea out. Um, of course, Ancestral Harmony. Mhm. Bonkers.
4: Bonkers. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't think we need to get more into how good that card is. Um, and then my number one most impactful card in the set is actually the Deathmatch Arena. Um, for its <laughs> UPF impact.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it.
3: <laughs> I. I want to play a fucking UPF game with you boys again with this card. So,
4: this is
1: so this fun. is actually a perfect time to note for any listener that doesn't know um the Deathmatch arena only comes in cold foil. It does not come in rainbow. So if you rip a fable, it will only be in cold.
0: Yeah. Yep. I might have been wrong about the price of that thing because I kind of was evaluating oh. that Oh, I think it would be a, a rainbow. Oh! <laughs>
2: right. This guy, I know what's up. Uh, me.
1: No, it, it, it's wild because we we did speculate a rainbow foil, but there there is no rainbow foil. It is only cold, and they're I ho- running. I
2: hope I keep it that way. Fables that... really should only be cold foil.
1: I I mm, I don't know if I agree with that.
0: I do. I think that I, I 100% agree with that. Because like
1: Plague Hive, do you really want to run a Cold Foil Plague Hive in your deck?
0: I do. Uh, yeah. Because Plague I Hive do. is very playable. Ripple, <laughs> ripple, <laughs> ripple shuffle the singularity, bro. Like, <laughs> get
1: on my level. Shut up.
2: <laughs>
1: I will never ripple shuffle my deck. <laughs> But, I um,
2: forgot you do that with your singularity. You did that at the shop, and I literally cringed when I heard you do the. I literally cringed.
1: I mean, Ty, if he's playing, if he's playing a deck to play a deck, he's gonna ripple shuffle it, one hundred percent.
2: I
0: hated. Yeah, so much. and I foiled my decks out. So like the cold foil Evo is in there too. There's fucking extended art tanks and. Oh, here just... They love through... to be a ripple shuffle. Let me tell you what. They love to be Give it, Give it the bridge, Ty. Give it the, bridge, give to it the bridge to down. really
1: make somebody throw them off.
0: Give him
3: shit for it all you run. I respect the hustle, man. Man, mm-hmm. most his cards are there to be played.
2: Yep. I mean, Okay, they're I they're should right. probably get into my top five before we get too far off. Yeah,
1: get into <laughs> your top five, Cliff. God.
2: So, we're going to go <laughs> bottom up. I'm thinking... Number four, Prime to Fight. Mainly just because I like the flavor of that card. Five. Uh, Yeah, five, excuse me. (laughs) Five, (laughs) Prime to Fight. I love the flavor of that card. It's a five for nine, but if you control a Vigor, it costs one resource less, and if you control a Might, it gets plus one. So very realistic that you can get this to be a three for 11. That just sounds like a juicy pommel target, so, I'm going five on that one. Ew. <laughs> number four, I have a slash on this one, because I think they're kind of about the same, is Cast of Bones and Talk a Big Game.
1: Really? You put Cast of Bones at four?
2: What is Talk a Big Game? Yes. that's um. It's a zero-cost brute action, blue pitch. Uh, you name a number, and if you deal that much or more damage to an opponent, you create that many might tokens. So I'm thinking, oh, Reinar, weird. I say like 7 and then intimidate out your hand and hit you for 10. And create 7 might tokens for my next turn.
0: How did I miss that card? I, that does not seem familiar to me.
2: Interesting. It, it's got some viability. Is it Yes. It's, it's a, a, brute a Brute slash Guardian, mm. I believe.
1: Really? I'm, not right I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it.
2: Look up oh, I'm
1: looking cards. at it. Yeah, That's you're right. Not I'm not looking it. at it. I'm looking at it. You're right. I'm, an no, I'm not seeing it. I'm it's seeing a, it. a z- it. zero-cost, it. three-pitch, three-block brute guardian action. That's just, yeah. in all reality, on I'm, rate.
2: I think that card is gross. <laughs> I think that card is really gross. <laughs> you're
0: gross.
1: Well, I mean, if you, if you do run pummels in your deck... That is just great because if you if you can catch somebody on a pummel, you're creating four might tokens,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm.
1: for your next turn, and that's just four more damage on your next turn if you if you're able to play this. And since I'm it's a blue this
2: card goes great in Ryanar. Since okay. it's a because blue, I I can name. You get yeah. to go to second Three. cycle,
1: and second cycling this card is phenomenal.
2: i'm with it that's why i've got it number four i'm with it that and cast bones they kind of do the same thing.
0: okay i'm looking at the card now yeah i'm with the art okay i remember the art i guess i just i i was not like familiar with like the text so much as the art um dude
2: this card seems funny (laughs) yeah
0: Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Cliff. Go go with your next so one. So we'll go
2: to my number two. Do you guys know three. the card that was a good Shift choice. the Tide of Battle? Or number three. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Shift the Tide of Battle for my number three. Okay. That card also yeah. seems pretty on right. Just agree. for the automat just for the automatic agility.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And then two It also gives your thing go again that turn, right? So it's like
0: double yes. go again, right? Yeah, You get two sources of go again.
2: It's nuts. I'm a big fan of that card. Number two was kind of a fight, because I almost put this one in the number one, which is obviously Ancestral Harmony. We're just going to get that one out of the way. We've talked about that one enough. But number two, I have Agile (laughs) Windup. Is that the discard? You know, that could
0: be super sneaky. Because I actually feel like, that card in is going Kayle, to make all the decks.
2: every single color yep. of that it's triggers its ability. It's a six power, so it'll always like do all the discard effects if he needs them. That card is great. And it is usable in Warrior 2. That card is number two.
0: Yeah, yeah. you probably just run it in, in Dory even, you know, just for the agility or or, or no, Josh. What do you think?
1: Uh, you know, I I do like this card. Um, Kasai, I don't think it's as much viable, but...
2: You run the three yellows in the sideboard for poppers, and then you can get the go again with them. Exactly, exactly. I think it is Ooh, definitely a sideboard card, nice. yes.
1: I think it's a sideboard, and it also plays into Kasai's ability, but I do think it plays way more into KO than
0: Kasai.
2: And I'm excited for it for Reinar. Even though I'm just going to be running reds and yellows, that is, that's big. Yeah, you could
0: be onto something, dude.
1: Because if somebody has an off turn as a KO... Good
2: good on you for picking a common, by the way. Just after feeling that card played against me, that card feels game-changing.
1: Yes, I It doesn't even
2: matter that they're, at the end of your turn, they just break it so that they get go again on their upkeep. doesn't really matter for Brutes if they don't have three. That just helps them to pitch Blood Rush Bellow and then to get their plus power and their draw up. Yeah, the it's the just, blue is so good.
1: The blue is very on rate for KO. Like insanely. Yes. Insanely on rate. I had that in my list that I that I made. Um it's just the fact that KO gets that plus one in everywhere other than the combat chain and you're just able to discard that if you're able to take damage on somebody's off turn gain that agility token and then utilize that agility token to swing twice in a turn for like 14 damage with a KO. Um, If you have might tokens on top of that, if you have like a cast bones, absolutely disgusting. So good. (laughs) Dreamer. No, it's, it's not even a dreamer (laughs) though. dude. I'm I'm saying agile windup is not even a dreamer card is so good. Wes and I were talking about that, no, too. No, it is. Um, it is right. Cliff, what was your number one?
2: Cliff. <laughs> a bit earlier. Um, I had to pick Ancestral Harmony as the number one card. We've talked about it enough, but that card is just bonkers. That card is bonkers. It's a problem. I don't like it, but all the ninja players do like it, so stop the bitching, please.
1: Fair enough. <laughs> Fair
0: enough. That card, th- that card, and Luminara seem kind of like the two most pushed cards in the set, to be honest with you. you oh, they 100% guess.
2: are. I'm I'm predicting it now. The reason we're seeing this is because they want to get Katsu out because the next set or following set is going to be another ninja. And Wesley made the prediction that we'll probably see talented heroes again coming up too. But we'll get into that in the question. Sub-Zero. i'm i'm very god please no yes
1: i want sub-zero but i i am very happy that they've pushed these non-talented heroes to be very much stronger like so much stronger like ko in a sense insanely strong without even being a talent and that's what we kind of need from the previous sets watching the talented heroes be so much stronger than the non-talented heroes The fact that none of the eight heroes coming out of the first two sets have LL'd just goes to show that the talented heroes are so much stronger and that the non-talented heroes need a buff.
0: Yeah, I think it's more of just design catching up with itself, you know, honestly. Um, But yeah, you're starting to see it now for sure. I agree.
1: Which is good. I think I think it's very good.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um. Um, Did you go with your top five?
1: Me, I did not. Yeah. Um. I will kind of conclude here on our top five with my top five. Um. At number five, I had. So I know I said the honorable mention of tenacity to you, Ty. Um. I think standing order is going to be the better generic.
0: That's a pretty sneaky card. Just be, I read that card the other day, and I was like, damn.
1: Just because you get the good. the effect of when this attacks or defends, you may put a card from your arsenal to the bottom. It's essentially a sink below that blocks for five, where you don't get to draw a card, but you're able to block five without having a discard effect of like rally the rear guard, or you can make it a popper in a sense. I think it's just sneaky good my number 4 i had it's a tough one between these two either commanding performance as bailey said or grains of blood spill it's a tough battle between those two um i think grains is just really good cuz if you're able to utilize if you hit um uh attack this turn you get to create a vigor by paying one um that's just one resource and most of the time you're going to be able to hit once a time and if you're able to draw a card during that turn you get to utilize that one resource that you use to swing a weapon to create a vigor for your next turn with the grains so that's why i put grains over commanding performance as in the arsenal disruption um number three i had luminaris that's just gonna up prism so much um number two i put cast bones cards gross super good number one obviously
0: that card is absolutely busted
1: number one obviously ancestral harmony you you have (laughs) a number
0: one for ancestral
1: you just have to it's the tome of this of this set you're able to gain seven damage of value over a turn, with you know potentially pushing a, another card that you get to banish and get to use in a turn, and then three attacks in a turn most of the time.
0: Yeah, all plus ones too. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. That that's just utilizing an extra seven damage off of one card, and it's three block and turns on Kadachi's for end game, so that's why i had it at number one but any other cards not
0: bad i think we all kind of nailed it i mean some differences but we all kind of had a lot of the same cards Mm -hmm. um we like to do these separate and then get our actual takes live so um yeah you guys want to get on to the questions of the week yes
2: let's
1: do it yes
0: um okay oh, we so we have we? our first question
1: what
3: was that bailey? <laughs> well
0: i guess i mean uh, yeah, we did have I a know ton we of talked them about doing,
3: like the um the mailbag style thing um you know what bailey
0: that might actually be that actually might be like a good tradition from now on to just do like a monthly like mailbag episode and we answer we should have talked
3: about this beforehand but <laughs> yeah.
1: I do no. I do want to answer no, one okay. question on this. And it's it's for Soli. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because Soli's questions are always, you know, out of left field. Um Soli's question. Well let's for do it us,
0: that way. Let's let's answer let's answer his one and then we'll we'll start doing it that way from here on out. Because I actually like the mailbag episodes. I think those are those would be fun.
1: So the only reason I say that we should do this one is because we also had Zach that Pointed up to it and said ask the right questions or asking the right questions. Yeah. Um yeah. but Sully's question was if you could have one mythical creature as a pet, what would it be?
2: I already gave Sully Ooh. my answer, but I don't think I can say it on the podcast. <laughs>
1: what oh, do God. you mean? I didn't see your answer.
0: He 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 oh, wants a succubus, God. obviously. No, I said Sully's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> shot
0: um uh my pick would be dragon though i mean how does it not how, how is it not a dragon you know i,
2: I grew
1: up why why a dragon tie i
2: mean would have to be a it's dragon. just i grew
0: like yeah game of thrones freaking um i i don't know i've always loved dragons i don't know if you guys ever read the books the aragon books
2: uh, the
3: inheritance cycle dragon, loves Durbin. them. Yep. You know what? Yep. Give me yep.
1: like a diamond encrusted pony. So a unicorn.
2: <laughs> Bailey, don't you? Don't yeah. you're not you're not going where I think you're going, are you? I'm just saying. Hey,
0: this is a pretty good team we've won so far. Bailey's on a unicorn. I'm riding a dragon.
1: Cliff wants Sully's girlfriend. <laughs> <Cliff> is the
0: <laughs> Cliff, only one. Cliff's riding Soli's girlfriend. girlfriend. <laughs>
2: Uh, catch me, Jack and Bailey's diamond pony, and riding off in the sunset with her, <laughs> tie in hot pursuit.
1: <laughs> For me, oh it was no, it was I a t- Bailey. You go. You you legitimately,
2: continue. I'd probably
3: have to adopt one of my own kind and have like no, can... I can't own a dwarf though. Shit, hold on.
1: <laughs> That's not a legendary nah, creature. I see <laughs> it
3: there. No, mythical can't creature. Better. Um. Fuck, I don't know. Probably like a dragon
1: then, or something, man. If I can't own a dwarf, so I'm the I'm the I'll type of guy up and drag- that walks that walks to our shop to our armories because I live so close. But Sean was driving me home, and he pointed out a great mythical creature that I just was all about. I was thinking, you know, like dragon wyvern type thing, but. A griffin. A griffin would be so fucking dope.
3: Oh, that would be cool.
1: Just the fact that you have like an eagle, lion, flying creature is just Less nuts. Less maintenance
3: too. A dragon. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I I don't know why I was struggling to think of mythical creatures. Dude, a sphinx would be
1: badass. A sphinx would be dope as shit, too. That, that's the other one that I thought of, too, after he yeah. said griffin to me. I was like, Sean, you're a smart man.
3: The Egyptians were onto something with that Sphinx, man.
1: It is interesting, but is like there was a second, a second part to this question. Um, I will say, it's I'm interested to hear your guys's takes on this because I am a car guy. But Sean also asked, also, oh, what dude. is your dream You're
0: not car? Be interested in your my take. <laughs>
1: what is what is your guys's dream oh. car?
0: Just
2: taking this one.
0: Uh, I I'll just start. I'm actually not a car guy. I'm quite the opposite. I never like grew up, you know, loving cars. My dad actually does love cars. I just I don't know. Never was like a Hot Wheels kid or nothing. Uh, um. Oh. So like my dream car is one that just drives, you know, um, <laughs>
1: from point A to point B. <laughs> no, no I'm
0: just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> I'm just kidding. When key. I when I was a kid. I always wanted like a Corvette, you know. Um, it's, I know it's like it's such a, a generic. Well, shit,
3: hey, you're getting uh,
0: to that like midlife far. crisis age, you know. Whoa, easy. If you have an <laughs> operation tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. It sounds
3: like a pretty yeah,
4: I would,
0: operation. I
4: would to... <laughs> oh, shit.
0: Um, <laughs> I would Literally. have to say Corvette though. Uh, <laughs> what'd you say? Said, so, yeah, literally, yeah, literally, exactly. Um, but yeah, I'll make it quick and just say Corvette and lead you know, let you guys answer this one because I'm not really a car guy.
3: Nah, Corvette's a good answer, Cliff. Which one is it? Oh, I got two, so yeah, no, 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 one, no, no. One. One. Hold on, hold on. one, it's between a boss, what is a boss 429 Mustang or a Civic Type R. Mm, you can't
2: make me choose. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, we
2: well, we I talked know. about this the other day Cliff. Okay. i know <laughs> if we if we have to say like make the distinction a dream car is something that like dream about that maybe one day right then i'd have to go the. i would say
3: sometime. i would say dream car is like not necessarily attainable right like it's you know
2: a dream exactly so yeah, i probably yeah. have to go like uh, 1969 Boss 429 Mustang 428 uh, Superjet yeah, yeah
3: Bailey how good about answer, you good answer Uh oh, no go ahead and take it Josh
1: okay so my dream car um, is a Lamborghini um, the Lamborghini I am choosing is the Sesto Elemento There was only 20 ever made. Um, they're absolutely insane. If you've ever seen the need for speed movie, that car is represented in the movie. Um, but they are just insane cars. They look gorgeous and you know, that would, uh, potentially make my top dream car.
3: See, I almost went with Lamborghini to, um, Classic Marcielago V12 manual mm-hmm. like Everything about that just sounds Perfect but dude It's a fucking I Feel like it's kind of a little obscure but The fucking Lexus LFA
1: Oh I do like that
3: is just, just An amazing looking Car amazing Sounding car Um they look fucking good.
1: I feel that. I feel like we all I mean, have different man. style cars that we really like, which is which is pretty wild. Yeah. Um Bailey, I do like I do like that. Cliff, I like yours. Ty.
3: Yeah, Cliff takes it old school, Josh and I, you know, we got that like sports. Just give me steel. a jet, man. Ty wants <laughs> four take a wheels and a steering wheel If and...
2: <laughs> <laughs> I win the lottery good on Bryant King Cooper and I'm swapping in a Cummins engine. My which, my dream car up. for a <laughs> while,
3: my my dream car for a while was a Hellcat powered Dodge Grand Caravan. So dude,
1: let it rip. How about how about that Amazon truck or delivery van that you had in Forza? That thing's pretty wild, not gonna lie.
3: Oh, that thing fucking rips. Oh, it it took you and Josh both off
1: guard. Oh, 100%. I was like, what the fuck are you pulling out? But Yeah, am that...
3: really the pod Ben, but I have like a 15 or a 1700 horsepower Amazon delivery van on Forza. Just absolutely cooked <laughs> JC and Josh in a drag race.
1: <laughs> it was immaculate. I was completely caught off guard. I, I was so thrown to left field. <laughs>
0: That's hilarious.
1: But, um, Ty, All
0: right, boys, uh, you trying to get the fuck out of here, or what? I
1: was about to say, why don't you give us no, our line? No. Um, well, thank you, listeners, for tuning in to episode 27 of Big Deck Energy. Um, you can catch us in the Discord, join the Discord. Uh, we will have that in the show notes. You can email us at bigdeckenergycast at gmail.com. Um, you can also check out our YouTube, we should have the upf video pulling up very soon right bailey
3: yeah um yeah
1: fair enough <laughs> um <Yes. laughs> um i do want to give okay, a little so
3: the the, um the graphics are tripping me up but it should be coming up pretty soon
1: i do yeah. want to give a little shout out to legends on Main, the main shop that we play at um I will be doing some pack rips and etc of Flesh and Blood Magic and Pokemon. We even have some sports collector cards if you're into sports um that we can rip, but I will be doing some live rips there. Um you can check out their website. They will have most of them up there. You can also check us out on TikTok there. Um we're just going to be trying to build the community through that, but As we like to say, we will be signing off. Peace. See
3: ya. Have a good one.
2: As always, it's a pleasure. pleasure.